CNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fans. Shout out all those Cincinnati Reds fans and former players, no matter what the level was right here on 105.3 The Fan. You no, got the those Cades. people don't really exist. Oh, they do. They do. And they're trying to block the fan cam. You got me, Kevin Hagelin. <laughs> we got Zach Wolchuk. We got Reginald Atatula rocking it today. Thank you guys very much for joining us. So, got a couple of different things happening here. Mm-mm-mm. Will the Mavericks become part of your Christmas traditions? And then also, I have a Christmas drinking game that could well give you alcohol poisoning just in the Mavericks game. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be drinking water. You're not participating in this. That is a fair point. Is the water too strong? Do you have to water it now? No, but that is very, that is funny. And that is a fair critique of me is, but I know a lot of people, they love to drink, man. And especially around the holidays. So I got a I got a drinking game for you as well. Would you like to start with the Mavericks and the idea of them making their way into your Christmas traditions or get right to the drinking games? I kind of want to get right to the drinking games. I thought that might be the case. Yeah. All right. I am uh, an alcoholic. Oh, but functioning very well. Yes. And only on the weekends. Okay. And you're aware of it, so I think I that's know, a step course. in the right direction. I'm a very self-aware person. I got a lot of flaws. All right. <laughs> so Mavericks, Lakers, 1.30, Christmas Day. And before that, they'll do the Dirk statue unveiling and everything like that. And yes, I am also curious if they've rethought any elements of the statue or if they're like, hey, we got to keep it the same. We got to be really anal about this. Yeah, I, I, don't right. I hope they really thought okay. about the the top, of yeah. the, the tip. Absolutely. The beads. Absolutely. And I know Chris Arnold's seen it, and he refuses to tell me. Oh. I mean, got to keep it a he, secret. He's trying to say that he hasn't seen it, and I'm putting air quotes. And if you're watching on the fan cam, you can see these Andouille sausage fingers giving the quotes. Okay. So he's seen it. I know he has. My question is, if we followed these rules, would you have alcohol poisoning by the end of the game? Okay. Tell All me. Right? Take a drink. Every time we get a deep LeBron James three-point attempt. Oh, man, he loves those now. Like, yes, I mean, he does. Bron is, Bron's an old dude now. Bron's, what, 37, 38? Yeah. I, I think he is 38. Um, And he is a big physical imposing dude, but he's been doing this for a long time. There's a lot of miles on those legs. And while he'll still do that from time to time, sometimes he's just like, this is a bailout. This is a bailout uh, possession. We're just going to shoot from here. So he'll he'll give you those maybe about two, three times a game at least. And he turns 38 in a week. Ah. All right. Ooh, so well, happy early birthday. Drink whenever the announcers talk about the Lakers trying to get to the playoffs. Oh, okay. That alone, you are, I'm telling you, you are bleeped. You're, we're going to be in trouble here. Yeah. We have to have somebody on standby. Finish your drink. Oh, no. When LeBron James approaching the all-time scoring record comes up, especially on Christmas Day. He'll get one. He'll get yeah. one or maybe two. So you finish that drink. So we start a new drink. Okay. okay. So we're still hopefully okay. Probably. Right. I don't think so. I think you're you're obliterated right now. Now, my thought about this next one is it, it, it depends on how you interpret the word ridiculous. Drink whenever Luca makes a ridiculous play. Now... Is that just ridiculously awesome or ridiculous when it looks like somebody's pinky finger might have touched him and he acts like he got shot? 
You know friend. what I'm talking about. The flops? The Euro? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't I, I think that that's not a ridiculous play. Okay. I think it's mainly like that's sh- good. you know, his half court shots or the amazing jaw dropping passes. Just tantalizing drives to the basket. Okay. You know, so we're gonna have at least six of those. All right. So we're tipping it back some. Now, this is where you're gonna get in trouble. Drink whenever Luca gets a trip to the free throw line. Ooh, okay. Well, you're going to have, what, a minimum of 8 to 10? I think that is probably. He's averaging 10.1 per game. So, I All think right, he'll well, probably I mean, we're looking at that. at least 25 drinks already. Oh, my gosh. And then finish your drink if, and this is tougher, Luca gets a 40-point triple-double. Now, clearly, we've seen him do that, but that is that is a difficult. It's difficult. I don't know that we're going to get that one. Are you going to be sober? No. Are you going to be alive by the end of this? I'll game? be alive. Okay. Yeah. I got Polish and Russian in me. Okay. I'm good to go. Oh, wow. But you will get to the end of the game and so where the re, you know the actual end of the game won't bother you however which way it goes. And I probably be... won't remember the outcome. Sure, sure. And I'll probably go to sleep afterwards. Mm. I don't think I'll make it to the night. I'll but have to get a little is nap Is your family in. getting together that night? I don't know what we're doing. What? What happened? I have no idea. Is that an off-air conversation? Yeah. All right. So, my question to go along (laughs) with all of this. (laughs) Drinking, they're probably going to tell me to get the hell out. Oh, no. And I know the Mavericks have a game tonight, and we're just kind of, like, skipping past that. But for a different reason is, so the Rockets tonight, but then the Lakers game on Christmas Day. Do you feel like... The Mavericks will be in this game for the next how many years? And I know the thought is, well, it depends on who's staying and who's not. But also... Sure, because, we, yeah, I mean, if Maxi Kleba moves on. Yeah, that is not really the person I had in mind, but I appreciate well, you participating. Christian Wood. I mean, if they don't re-sign him, sure. we okay. could be looking well, at probably not, not a trip this, back to this game. We might not be in this game next year. I meant more specifically Luca, mm. but... Do you think it will make its way into the Metroplex planning stages, holiday planning stages for people at all? Or to a certain extent? I think so. What do they say about Dallas? Dallas loves an event. It's true. They do that they do. And when it comes down to it, having one of the five best players in the league is puts you in a place where you're probably going to be decently good. And when you're decently good with a big star, you're liable to host these games. Like this is the first time that in Lucas career that he will have a home Christmas game. And that's because of the way that the Mavs played last season. If they, if they show you any type of, you know, similar like that, you'll have Christmas day games at the AAC. And if Dallas loves an event, they'll show up to it. I am a little doubtful on this. Uh, and, and it's only because I don't know that you're always going to get this at home. Yeah. And if it's not at home. That's what I think. Like every single year, you know you're getting Cowboys at home on Thanksgiving. So you yeah. plan for that. Yeah. I don't know that this will be consistently at the American Airlines Center every year. To Reggie's point, he had a great year last year. So they rewarded the Mavericks with this game being at home. I don't know if the Mavericks are going to have that type of year this year. It's not trending in that direction. Okay. Then my follow-up question to that for y'all is, will we get to a point where it's at least... Like, let's say you're just watching it on TV. It's at least on in your house. That's not to say, because I feel like Thanksgiving is a different deal. And I'm just telling you, and everyone can include their own story, is like, was born and raised here in the Metroplex. And Thanksgiving functions around 
the Cowboys right. game. Like, we'll get there at 2 o'clock so you can eat by the time it kicks off and then dessert at, at halftime and everything. It functions around that. I'm not saying it has to be that because, you know, was it last year or the year before? It was the late, late game. Now it's 1.30 and it's here. So I get it could slide up and down the uh, five-game slate. But do you think we'll get to a point where it's at least on in everybody's house or they're aware of it? Maybe. But even then, you like, seem it, hesitant. It's the lack of consistency here. Yeah. Because you don't, you're not, you might not have the consistent slot every time. And I just don't know because there's there's a difference here. You have so many games. You got 82 of these things. Yeah. It, this is why I was pitching the idea, and I know that they only did it because of the shortened season. But I liked when the NBA kind of started their season on Christmas Day. Me too. I thought that maybe that's what we should do here. I thought that that you can have it as like where it's the opening of the season. There's a big deal about it. You kind of own the day. I don't think you can do that. Like, I enjoyed I, you, it. You will, you will still own Christmas. That's that's been a tradition. But I mean, you got three is, NFL games tomorrow. I think the NFL might trump them. NFL games stink. The NBA. Don't look at the schedule. Them games stink. I brother. think when we see those ratings, you're going to see that those ratings are going to kick Sunday. the NBA's ass. You've got three teams out of those six that are playing in the I, NFL I get it. that are already I still think eliminated are tune from in. the playoffs. I get it. Well, yeah, I mean, those certain people are not fans of basketball, and that's fine. But I think basketball will maintain its Christmas. Also, this was a very particular situation where Sunday fell on or Christmas fell on a Sunday. Yeah. Right. If it's not on a Sunday, and the NFL is not going out of their way to do that. However, um, you slide that start date to Christmas. When are you finishing the season? Well, you would have a shortened season. And that, they're they not giving the money back. For that money's not going, getting given back. But you would, and otherwise it would be August? I think you finish it, yeah, August or... September? August no. would be realistic. Yeah, I, August would be the hope, yeah. And Which I think would be good. I mean, you go ahead and you finish it basically preseason of the NFL season. And that way you don't have that dead period in sports that you kind of have in the lack of July. It is. I, I've always been intrigued by the fact that some people will say the NBA season like truly begins, whether you think that's like run for the playoff begins or viewership for a lot of people begins at uh, on Christmas Day. But I've seen multiple people text this in and I did think this when initially it got announced is I wanted to see about going to the game with the kiddo and with the older kiddo and my wife, but Oh wow, no love for Noah. Yeah, he wow. does not get to go to the game. Do you remember the older kiddo's name? Face, it's Noah. Brandon. Is... I saw a text that said, I, what I really want for Christmas is just Kevin to remember Brandon's name. And I kind of co-signed that well, for Brandon. I have to think, I, he's probably not listening at this moment, but I think I did a good thing today. Did you get him a good gift? Okay. So every December 23rd, and we've done this for... Feats of strength, right? Not the feats of strength. Okay. He would definitely beat me now because he's in like a weight conditioning program. Is seven For the last seven or eight years, he came up with this tradition that we would make something for each other on December 23rd. I probably won't surprise people listening. I'm not the best arts and crafts person in the world. He is tremendous at it. So I've had to like use my cunning to try to make up for my obvious lack of art uh, art abilities because I'm like, I want it to be better, and I'm trying really hard. I think I got something put together that I made this year that's it's the best one I've ever done. I'm not saying it's going to be. It's Star Wars freaking Legos. No, it's, it's not. Definitely Lego. It's, it's not definitely Le- Legos. No, like you have to make, make it, like not build some Legos or oh, anything Kevin, like we, that. You made a baby. We get that. Not that either, but I'm actually really proud of what I've made. I know he's going to come out with something that's going to be way better, 
And I'm like, dang it. But you got an artistic son. He is very, he is very artistic. And he's better at this than me. But yes, I love Brandon and we'll exchange our gifts tonight. And I'm excited. About I am that. excited. Will you post this? <sighs> nope. That's a no. He's no, like, I, this is this is for us. I no. I, it's pri- it's a private and intimate moment. Yeah. I can't share this. I just actually was thinking too is people be like, that's the best one you've ever done. <laughs> oh, you don't want to get made fun of? Yeah. I realize, like I still remember when I was in high school, is we did uh was it the Odyssey with the harpies. And I you have to do like a poster. <laughs> and I tried to draw the harpies, and I think my teacher incorrectly thought I didn't put the requisite amount of work into it. I was like, I just can't draw and pour in the artistic scope. I'm with you. I'm a stick I, figure guy. I tried really hard. Yeah, I, I can't do it. For I don't the, blame you. Yes. And so the point of that was going to be that a lot of people said they're not going to the game because the tickets are crazily expensive. And mm. I did already see somebody text in that they're a season ticket holder and they sold yes. their tickets to help in part finance Christmas, which I don't think is a bad idea whatsoever. No. It's it's LeBron. It's a big. I, I get that, but I do think it's going to be a, an amazing day because you have it. I think starting at eleven o'clock, it's the dirt statue as you mentioned yeah. earlier. So you're going to want to get there early. Uh, the ceremony is going to be outside. Well, is the weather still going to be freezing cold? It's still going to be on Sunday. Yeah. It's not going to be as will be in the tens like it is today this morning and last night. But I think it's still going to be like thirty. Either way, it's going to be an amazing atmosphere. I think in the double I'd love to be there. Is it the price that's prohibiting that? It's the price. Okay. Yeah, it's the price. Yeah. And the fact that uh, I do need to be with the family that day, because tomorrow I'll be working the Cowboy game. That's a great point. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, the most anticipated, potentially sure to be the most controversial segment of the day. Masterpiece Theater, what is your most hated holiday movie? 877-881-1053. We'll do it next on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Thanks for rocking with us today. And don't forget, tomorrow, Eric Chiafalo, Brian Broadus will get things going at 1230. But by the way, I guess it starts even sooner than that. Alec and Will will be going at 9 o'clock. And then once we get into the pregame show, they will talk with Mike Pereira, Jane Slater, Player profile is on Zach Martin, all leading up to the 325 Cowboys-Eagles kickoff right here on your official home of the Dallas Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. And then we'll have that post-game rocking, and it's going to be a fun Christmas Eve, and if you want to, like, duck out from your family at any point, you can just, like, listen to the fan while you do it, or maybe earbud it mm-hmm. and listen to the fan while you're ignoring your family, is... This is probably going to hurt some people's feelings. I hope it doesn't, but you know how it goes. It's Masterpiece Theater. What is your most hated holiday movie? Yesterday, Joey said that Elf is his favorite Christmas movie. And somebody texted in, I just don't get that movie. I have to admit, I was under the assumption that Elf was universally beloved. And then I saw a story on MSN where they said Elf is the number eight worst movie of all time. Kevin. Jeez. Can I say something? What's that? I feel really uncomfortable right now. Because you said it's Masterpiece Theater, but we didn't get to do the intro. I was a little upset about it because I love that intro. We need a little waddle in our life. Should we do it? Let's do it. So fancy. Welcome 
to another edition of Masterpiece Theater, where we discuss theater with you. Theater. And now, two guys who know absolutely nothing about theater, Zach, Corey, and Kevin, <laughs> is... So this this article really trashed it and it said, I absolutely can't stand Elf. Incredibly, a character could be written in a way to infuriate me on a molecular level. I don't understand why it wasn't higher than eight on the list then. However, for the 940, Elf and It's a Wonderful Life, we'll get back around to that one, don't you fret, are terrible. From the 469, Elf is the worst. Mm. Will Ferrell is crazy annoying in it. I am shocked to learn that there are so many people who like vehemently dislike Elf. Me too, because I I liked Elf. Some people, Will Ferrell is just not for them. My mom, not into Will Ferrell. Sure. Like we watched Spirited as a family last night. It's fine. She's come around to Will Ferrell because she loves Mark Wahlberg. And so Will Ferrell starred, co-starred with Mark Wahlberg in Daddy's Home or whatever the hell. <laughs> My son loves those movies. Yeah, so she's like, all right, I guess I'll watch a movie with Will Ferrell because he was oh, he was funny in that movie with Mark Wahlberg. So she didn't really love Spirited. She was she thought it was okay. And that doesn't even have as much of the Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell shtick as yes. most of his other movies do. So I get it if you're not into Elf. You know, it, it Elf is definitely the Will Ferrell comedy. But I think that's a movie that gets better the more times you see it. I like Elf, so I was surprised. But that opens it up to what is the movie for you? Like, for me, it's not Elf. I want to get everyone's feedback, 877-881-1053. But we did mention in one of those texts the movie that I know it is for you. What is the holiday movie that you're just like, no? And it's not a hate because I think it's a good movie. But here's the thing. I watched it recently. That He doesn't believe that. He's trying to soften the blow of No, I don't hate it. That. I didn't think it was a bad movie. Like, okay. it's well acted. It's well done. And I love the, the main actor in it. Jimmy Stewart. But, yeah, It's a Wonderful Life for me just didn't land. Like, it gets all this hype as maybe the greatest Christmas movie ever. And Christmas doesn't come around until I've sat through, what, two hours of the movie? Right. And then the last 15 minutes or whatever... Now we've got the Christmas payoff. So I'm thinking, where? why are we putting this as on the, pedis, pe, the pedestal of the greatest Christmas movie of all time? And it it actually, like, helps kind of invent a style of filmmaking that people will say something is Capra-esque. And that is in reference to the director of this, Frank Capra, who was up for Best Director. Jimmy Stewart was up for Best Good movie, Actor. But in terms of holiday movies, it's like, eh, I think it's being overrated in that regard. Woo! All right. Do you think you're around like in the 40s? You would have felt differently about this. Maybe, probably. You'd have been doing. The and I and I, and that's stuff. a that's a controversial take because people are going to probably love a Christmas or, or it's a wonderful life. See, you're about to take mine. I'm curious how many people are like, you know what? I'm with you. I also hate that movie, and that's what I'm fascinated. What direction that this is going to go from the two one four. They said Home Alone sucks. Oh, come on. Oh, really? I get Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah, you don't like Home Alone 2. I, and I get your thought process behind Home Alone 2. It's just a redo of the first movie. I got 100%. you. 100%. I got you on that. But I feel like the 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 mix, the blend, whatever ultimately came together on that first one, it's a winner, man. It feels like a winner. I Although, mean, it made a crap ton of money. I get why they were like, if, if I wanted to go, If I wanted to go counter, that dude's a jerk, man. 
Like, I get it. They the were kid? trying to break. Yeah. Call the police. Like, he, he battered and bruised them dudes. He did try to call the police, or his parents did, and they Kevin. didn't help. He didn't. That's true. Until the end. And he goes, oh, my horse and bear rock. Macaulay Culkin didn't interview with Jimmy Fallon, and I think he said that. He's like, look, he's a really smart kid. Why didn't he just call the police? Because he wanted to abuse them folks. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it did happen. You could tell he was getting his jollies off by that, man. I, I guess it did happen all over again. Oh, man. From the, wow. From, from the 972, I'm going to get in trouble with that Frosty the Snowman one. I have hot takes about that. Oh. I have really hot takes about that. Christmas vacation from the 972. Maybe as a 90s kid, but now I feel it's outdated and I just don't oh, get it. no. That makes me sad. That is such that's, a funny movie. That's Mike's favorite Christmas it's movie. It's so good. I I love it as I, well. I think it's in my top five. Oh yeah, May, probably top three. I could see like that. the Santa Claus for me is m- maybe my the original. Number one. Have you watched the TV show? I did, and it's cheesy, but I still enjoyed it. The okay. Santa Claus, Tim Allen, right? Yeah, Tim Allen. Yeah, I. Now the third one is like really that. bad. With Martin Why Short. Why did you keep watching them? Because I liked them. Like Man, I just liked. You the, like the second one too? I watched the second one. Look. Yeah. Reggie, it's a hard truth we have to face. People talk about chasing the dragon in terms of heroin, but let's not pretend that that doesn't happen in the entertainment sphere as well. I watched Westworld until the bitter end because season (laughs) one was so good, and I was like, you know what? They're going to figure it out. And then at the end of season four, they're like, we're going to go back to the beginning. And then they canceled it. I held on so long with Walking Dead, and I shouldn't have. I watched I, it to the end. Did you? Oh, I man. Hated, I hated, like, the last three seasons. I quit. I should have. I quit, I think, two seasons before the end. This I is sh- the perfect time for me to remind you. Quitting is underrated. That's right. I've been trying to tell folks. They're like, oh, man, Reggie. Quitting is underrated, man. Sometimes you just need to quit that thing, and you will be better for it. From the 817, Frosty the Snowman is the worst. I don't what? think I saw it. That's a fact. The, what? But why is it the worst? I probably have the stop motion thing that we got. No, the animated one. No, well, yes, the animated okay. one. No, and I don't have a problem with any of the old timey stuff. I have a problem with the magician in Frosty the Snowman. Okay, why? We need to take a closer look. Yeah. He needs to be on some lists, He's really and he yeah. should not have oh. been at that school to begin with. Go okay. Back, go back He's one of those. Go back and take a watch of that thing. Fair How enough. somebody let that slide through the cla- through the cracks, I'll never know. I don't know what I was going to say. The clacks. I the clacks. Yeah. I'm thinking about Nick Claxton. Is, all right, I've seen a couple people text in, but then I also had somebody send me a DM, said they like me usually, but this take is the worst. It's a Christmas story. A Christmas story sucks <laughs> and it look if you want to say well don't forget it's racist you're right about that i don't want to take that it away is? from anybody yeah okay have you seen no well you shouldn't but also they're like hey check out this wacky chinese restaurant that we're gonna go to where we're definitely not being appropriate uh, is, oh you're actually right yeah, yeah. that's really bad so I don't want to take oh, that away from anybody who's like, don't it. forget it's racist. Yeah. You're right about that. It's also terrible for other reasons. That's one of them. I don't know. That lamp certain. turns me on. Is that right? right. With a leg and the, <laughs> if it's fishnets, you're in. I'm definitely down. Is that this strikes me when somebody texted in and they're like, if you're a 90s kid, I get Christmas vacation. That's what a Christmas story is for me. I never saw it. I don't know why I, I never saw it. So I watched it. 
four or five years ago, I thought it was so freaking boring. And I get it. If you saw it when you were eight or 10 years old and it has that nostalgic place in your heart, I definitely understand. When I watched it as an adult for the first time, I was like, this movie sucks. Mm. You know why it sucks? Because nothing happens. <laughs> nothing happens I mean, in that movie. There's some funny moments in that movie, though. The whole when he has to come down and he's wearing the pink bunny outfit. I mean, that's pretty hilarious. There are some iconic moments. I think the dad's great. I love the dad. And he's constantly wanting to eat the turkey. I think there's some there's some good bits in that movie. Let me know when you get to one of them. Okay. Are you oh, just, those were the bits. I'm sorry. I don't know. They, they stood out to me. It's like I enjoyed these moments. So I I hate a Christmas story. I think it's terrible. I think it's very overrated. I agree with you. It's not on my list of the best Christmas movies. I don't get why it gets played for 24 hours, and that's the movie that they chose. There's better Christmas movies out there. Man, it is. Elf has struck a chord with people. From the 204, Elf sucks. From the 469, I want to send every copy of Elf on a rocket to the sun. (laughs) I had, I seriously had no idea people had these like just ingrained feelings of hate. Like I thought maybe they're just like, eh. Like when they sing Baby It's Cold Outside, still not okay. I get it. Elf. I think Elf is good. I love this from the 862. Miracle on 34th Street is top three worst movies ever. I haven't watched it, but I did recently see the Rick and Morty episode where they're making fun of like the idea that he's just like fan fan are amazed by like streets. Yeah, now we're on 126th Street, and that's like the director's cut. See, a couple years ago, I I guess this was in my like holiday movie binge is I watched older stuff like Christmas Story. I liked It's a Wonderful Life and Miracle on 34th Street. I guess it might also depend on which version you watch, like the one from the 40s or the one I think they did in the 90s with that gal from Matilda. Is oh, yeah. I, I, I guess it might depend on that as well, but I liked them, but I understand your critique about It's a Wonderful Life. It takes a minute it takes to get where we're going. The whole freaking movie, man. The whole movie. I get it. I absolutely now, do. It's good, and it's well acted. Like, that dude is is amazing at what he does, but still. Um, and I, again, it is now there's some bad movies that I'll kind of vouch for that, okay. we're getting, that are getting texted in. Like, I'll acknowledge they're bad, but I still found enjoyment in them. Like, Jingle All the Way, I thought was funny. Elite. Elite I liked film. it. I am a sucker for Sinbad. I, I like Sinbad. You should be, because he's great. Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah. What's the one where he like pretends to be a dentist and he like he like move into somebody's house or something? It might be house guest and hilarity ensues and he puts his hands in the Nova. I don't think I've seen this. It's it's a fun movie. I'm not saying it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. The other one I talked this about you, it's on Disney Plus, I think. It was Jonathan Taylor Thomas when he was little, and it's I'll be home for Christmas. And that's probably gonna be on the list of some of the worst movies ever made. And it's not a good movie. But I grew up with it, so it's nostalgic for me, so I enjoyed it. Okay, see, I started thinking of, is he in one with, like, Chevy Chase where he wants to be a stepdad or something, and they go to summer camp? So clearly not this movie, but that's what I was thinking of I at first. I think you're right, he is, but this is, like, a this is a different one. different movie. All right, I wanted to throw out the one for my wife, by the way. Okay. My Hi, wife Jess. is a lovely person. My wife. The nicest person in the world. She hates... The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, that's going to... Hate people it. that like that See, movie... See, there's controversy, too. Is that a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? You know, that is a great point. I think most of it focuses on Christmas. I Maybe agree. Maybe you just watch it at Thanksgiving and call it a day. 
Um, but she hates it because she was like, I can't stand Jack Skellington. Huh. He's the most selfish piece of crap. And oh, that he is, really, but he comes around at the end. That really bothers her during the movie. She hates that movie. Saw it one time. She's like, never again. The people again. that like that movie love that movie. Yeah, yes. they're obsessed. I don't think there's any in between. They started Hot Topic off of it pretty much. Or it kept it in what? business for like a decade. Oh. There, if you ever went to a Hot Topic, there is all kinds of nightmares. Hot Topic really is there. just like the Tim Burton um, outlet store. A hundred percent. I agree with that. And Bad Santa's good. That's why we're not bringing it up. Oh, as. Yeah. Now, the sequel stunk. It was not good. Yes, I agree with you there. But no, these are just the worst ones. And from the 254, A Christmas Story sucks. They made it wa- made us watch it in like sixth grade, and I've hated it made? ever since. Like in school? Yeah. Look, Don't. because you know there's a level of give up from teachers or whoever. But you're supposed to play a movie that's fun. Like, it's like, hey, we're giving you a day off. Here's a terrible movie. That's bo- that's awful. Well, I bet they loved it. Ugh. That's the problem. And then from the 301, I figured this would come up. I am so disappointed in Kevin right now. But there's also a decent amount from the 214. You're right, Kevin. Christmas story is garbage. And You are getting support for this. And I did not get a lot of hate for the It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I, I thought people were really going to come for me on this. I was very timid about even admitting it. I think I think you lucked out because it's so old. It's very old. That like, the black it, and white thing, I think maybe people are just, I'm not watching it. I mean, look, they won a special award. I'm pretty sure it was an Oscar for help revolutionize how to film snow on film. Because Dude, before that, they were like, 60 years ago, know. it was probably revolutionary. Yeah. And they're like, I have no idea what we're supposed to do with that. Yeah, snow reflects light so much. Yeah. And so they figured it out. And I think you're lucky. Like, if our parents or grandparents were here, they They'd might be like, me. how dare you? I, un- I respect and admit and I will take no, that. No, stand strong on it. But I still thought that... They're wrong and stupid. No, as far as Christmas movie goes, it's overrated. Yeah. And that's, like I said before, that's why they run it for 24 hours. So holidays are tough. If at any time you need to catch a nap, just pop on TBS and whoop, you'll be out Fair. in like two minutes. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, back to football. Time for Gridiron Gravy. Which teams would be the most fun to see in these NFL playoffs. We'll do it next right here in the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Thank you very much for joining us today on our right. Remember that? All right. Well, I mean, you're playing the song right now. Right now, what say we go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy? And we start Biscuits. With, there you like go. Nice. That was lovely. Can you go ahead and fire off cut number one from Thursday night football last night? ETN the running back. Quarterback sneak dives for the end. Oh, touchdown! He dove over the top to Trevor Lawrence. Touchdown, Jaguars! And if you like touchdowns, congratulations. That was the touchdown in the game. But also, congratulations to Diamond Factory Dallas. For bringing us gridiron gravy mm. always appreciate y'all for that now robert sala has already come out and said we're not going to quit on zach wilson my oh, question stop it are they and should they go ahead and quit on zach wilson whose qbr is 28th in the league who came back had an opportunity to do a couple things and he still sucks yeah 
He I, did take more accountability for sucking this time, though. Oh, did he? So that's nice. He took more accountability. Yeah. You know what? Hell yeah. That's a good step in the right direction. We're, we're learning, Milf Hunter. That's the best I could do. We're doing well. Now it's time to move on. Uh, you got benched for a practice squad quarterback. <laughs> Man, that was amazing. It is time to move on. And I get it. Sometimes you have slow developing quarterbacks. Um, but it you got to pull the trigger. Maybe a fresh start is what is needed for both parties. And Zach Wilson can uh, go the Josh Rosen route, even though he's oh, now been man. picked up by the Vikings, He'll and he's on their practice unemployed. squad. But Zach Wilson can go find a job somewhere else. It won't be with the New York Jets. So the Jags win 19-3 to in a game that felt very much like a playoff, potentially pivot game for both of them. Is So now Jacksonville controls their own destiny unless you want to argue that destiny cannot be controlled, in terms of making the playoffs where the Jets are looking like they're in a lot, lot of trouble. That touchdown, 16 plays, 96-yard touchdown drive. That was the Jags' longest touchdown drive in four years. That's incredible. I, so good on them for that. They're it, playing great. Trevor Lawrence is balling out right now. He man. really I is. know that's Baskey's guy. It is. But T-Law has arrived. Have you seen all... Like last night during the game, he was just posting Trevor Lawrence cards on Twitter. He's got such a man crush. It was. It's it, really cute. It is. It was. It was funny. Now, not funny. Somebody bet three hundred sixty thousand dollars on the Jets to win last night. Why? What? Why would you do that? Yeah. Why, I don't, Reggie? Why? I don't know. But you know, what an idiot. They lost, so they have. Wait, the Jets lost? Money. Yeah. Sorry to break that Shocker. news to you. I think we should eat the rich because if you're going to put $360,000 on the Jets, you clearly <laughs> don't have anything better to do with it. Man, that is a really good point. At one point, we did have a producer who just wanted to bet on things, and they didn't even know like how the sport operated, but they were like, I'm just going to go ahead and bet. I think and the Jets are a good bet. Is All right, so we've talked a lot about Brock Purdy, and that even came up before the show started. Did you see He's a savage. the betting lines for who will be the 49ers week one quarterback next year? If Brock Purdy should be your bet. Why would that be your bet? Because he's the best quarterback they have. Wow, Trey Lance slander. Oh, my goodness. Trey Lance wasn't playing well. Plus 275. Shout out to Cal Shanahan for that dumb pick. Jimmy Garoppolo. Plus 250. Brock Purdy. I'd take that bet. Minus 125. Trey Lance. Trey Lance is still your favorite to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers when the season kicks off. It does make sense. They gave up a lot to go get him, but I would be using Trey Lance as a trade chip. How are you going to do that coming off an injury? Like, you have to showcase him, even if you wanted to go that way. Fair. Showcase him in the preseason, and hopefully he balls out for you. But I think. Nobody trading nobody based off of the preseason. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised. I think that Brock Purdy is their guy. That dude, that dude's playing well. It seems like George Kittle has nothing but good things to say about him. I think that locker room really loves him. I think he fits that system perfectly. He's doing everything that Kyle Shanahan wants from the position. I think Brock Purdy's the answer there. Well, I really Chuck do. the reactionary. How well to go along with that? How many times in the last five years has Trey Lance played more than five games? Excuse me, more than six games. Once. One time. His sophomore year in college. And so by the time next season starts, we'll be four years removed from his last full season of football. 
a valid concern. I think one thing to remember in this, you know, should he, should they go with Brock Purdy, Trey Lance nonsense conversation that we found ourselves in, um, is nonsense. We have to. Yes, I slid <laughs> that in there. Um, we have to consider the re, the way that the Niners have tried to move off of Jimmy Garoppolo because obviously they came back to him because they needed to. Yeah. What that told me was they did not want a high floor guy. They want a high ceiling guy. Brock Purdy strikes me as a high floor guy, not a high ceiling guy. Fair. Trey Lance, even though you have all these injury issues, he still operates in that place where he is a high ceiling guy. And that's why I firmly believe that's where they go. I would love for this to get blasted across the card community because one of Brock Purdy's rookie cards has been number one on the charts of like gaining in value for a solid week. People are all the way in and buying in. Certain collectors on Brock Purdy. I'm about Brock Purdy, man. I can tell. I think he's good. I think he's the real deal. Brought has sold me, and watching him play, I, I think I think he's got it. I mean, I brought up Factor Fiction yesterday. Would Brock Purdy making and winning the Super Bowl be the most amazing NFL story ever? There's never been a th- and look. I don't think that system is that easy to run. People, which act, is what people say all the yes, time. Yes, people act like Kyle Shanahan runs this. Oh my God, you can plug and play any quarterback. It's a quarterback friendly system. I gave you the numbers. He was nine and twenty eight with quarterbacks not named Jimmy Garoppolo in that uh, uh, with as the head coach of the Niners. It's not that easy. What Brock Purdy's doing deserves some praise. And the thing about Trey Lance that I just I, I'm not disputing the high ceiling. It's just. I've seen some people are like, well, why would you change all your future plans based on Brock Purdy's two games? For me, it's not even that. Is Trey Lance. He got a chance to play. He's the guy. He got hurt. Got another chance to play. He's the guy. He got hurt. Like, I just have concerns about. And they're fair concerns. And Trey Lance still might be good. But, yeah, I get the injury risk. Now, I was reading an article from Yahoo. Teams that would be fun to see in the playoffs this year. Are there any, not necessarily that you're like, they're going to take it all down, but for whatever reason that you're like, I would like to see that team in the Miami. playoffs. I think that makes a lot of The Dolphins of sense. are fun to watch. I think that makes a ton of sense. What about the Chargers? Because, like, Mike will tell you, I have been a stern critic of, just, critic of Justin Herbert just because people anointed him as the next big thing, and I was like, win a game that matters first, and I'll listen to that. Yeah. I would love to see these sink or swim moments in the playoffs or even a game that you have to win to make the playoffs. I'm with you there. I got in a, a disagreement before the season about Burrow versus Herbert with Bobby Belt. Now, I think Burrow's better. and Is I think now conceded at that point? No, I don't think so. Bobby Bobby's stubborn. He is not uh, going to concede it. But I think that it's pretty evident who's better between the two. I think it's Burrow. But Herbert's really talented, and Herbert is good. But you're right. I mean, he kind of needs to to do some substantial winning. Now, maybe the head coach there could be a problem. I could definitely see that. What about the Lions? That was the other team I thought about. Because they do sometimes not care about defense, sometimes, and they love to score a lot of points, and it's the freaking Lions. So you just assume they would lose, but I feel like I would want to see that. And they've been on a freaking They're on a roll. tear, man. They are. Uh, the Lions would be a fun story. I'd lo- What about, okay, we talked about this the other day. Last game of the season, if the Packers win out, what if it's the Packers and the Lions, they play week 18, and that's the game to get that would that be final spot in the NFC playoffs. I... I'm 100% in on that, is did you see the gifts that Isaiah McKenzie got no. for his fellow receivers? I did not. He got them custom 
gaming cabinets. So, like, if you're not familiar Ooh. with that term, so, like, your arcade yeah. games. And so he has them all customized, even got one for the wide receiver coach. It's got their numbers on it. It's decked out in all the Bills colors and everything like that. It looks freaking awesome. And I think that would be an amazing. It's got their names on the top, their numbers on the bottom, decked out in Bills colors. I thought it looked phenomenal. Now, have you seen the early bidding? for the commanders now we talked about the first round of bidding how much well north well north however you define that of seven billion dollars what look it is a desirable franchise despite their attempts to run it into the ground do we have names linked to it or do we just know seven billion it's got to be bezos got to be attached to this right i have heard that for a really really long time Okay, Kevin, you're a South Park guy, right? Yes. Do you think the South Park episode every time Jeff Bezos gets brought up? I think it's amazing. Donghead? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And then- Are we they, allowed to say that? I don't know. They have had- I tried to tread lightly, Christmas. but I just let it out. Yeah, and they're, the, the trademark episode where you Cartman want, picks up the old <laughs> trademark to the Washington, what they used to be called, is amazing. And he's like, they can't use it anymore. I'll pick up the trademark. And it's a it's an it's amazing. I, I do like that show quite a bit. But yeah, more than seven billion dollars. And if Jeff Bezos is the guy and just decides he wants it, well, you know, good luck with that. Keep bidding it up. And he's like, that's fine. What what number do you want to throw out? I've been trying to get tell Brian we need to get his Prince friend to purchase Ooh, Washington yeah. so we can do an inside tank job. Oh, because he hates Washington. He's like, I don't. He's a Cowboys fan, obviously. Doesn't right. doesn't have any interest in in purchasing the Commanders. Well, yeah, then just keep it in its current ownership state. They're doing just fine. Yeah, fair with enough. That. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, Cowboys win because Cowboys lose because. Plus, let's hear more of your shoutouts or grievances. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. We'll do it next right here on the Fan.